Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I was with my friend Rob last week, and he said something brilliant. We were talking about Life 360, and he said, don't you think everyone should have their ex on their Life 360 so they know where to not go? And I thought, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. All this time, I've been using my Life 360 to track my loved ones. But what if we all started using it to track people we don't love at all, to track people that we never want to see again? It's brilliant. Now, for those of you who don't know what Life 360 is, it's like find my friends. It's a way to see where people are. And as I've mentioned before, I use it to stalk my son. Anyway, I started thinking, what if we all did this? How many times have you walked into a restaurant, a busy, popular restaurant frequented by many people you know, and you think, I hope I don't see anyone I know here. You quickly scan the room and you hope you don't see anyone you know. But what if there was an answer for that? What if all of the contacts people you don't want to see anymore are loaded into your life 360 to give you some kind of warning of when they're near so you can abort your mission. Now, I don't think it should give the exact location because after all, stalking. However, it should give you some sort of three block bubble. If I enter your bubble, I suddenly know to leave because maybe an alarm would go off on my phone. Can you think of anything better than to never have to run into someone that you don't want to see? Because personally, I can't. That sounds like a dream. Anyway, food for thought. Maybe we should have an agreement with all the people that we dislike that we're going to load each other into our Life 360. It's something to think about. You might want to discuss it with your enemies. And maybe the next time you break up with someone, you say, it's not you, it's me. And can I please add you to my Life 360? Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Don't hate me, don't hate me, but I do not like when someone sends me an audio text message. Text messages are discreet. They are for when you're sitting in a meeting and you don't have time to pick up the phone and you look down and you read your text no matter where you are. You could be in a loud street. You could be at a concert. You can, you can be in your bed with someone sleeping next to you and not disturb them. There's just so many ways you can utilize a text message. But now people have started sending me audio voice messages. This completely defeats the purpose of a text message. It just does. If we're going to do this, let's just speak on the phone. Now, I have to put in a little caveat here. For those of you who have sent me voice memos in my DMs about this podcast, I actually love getting those because I love hearing your voices. Just like you get to hear mine every week, I actually love hearing the voices of my listeners. That's super fun. So this does not apply to those voicemails. Those voicemails are great. Keep those up. Those make me really happy. What I am talking about in particular is those voice notes of people I already know. I know their voices. 
We could get on the phone with each other and talk. But instead, they're sending me a monologue that I now need to be strategic about opening. Let me explain. If you get a text message from someone and you read it, I don't have my voice, my read receipts on. So I could get the text message and people not, may not know for days that I got it. Even though they're probably assuming I got it, they may not know for days. When you get a voice note, the person knows when you've listened to it. A, that really stresses me out. So I have to wait to listen to the voice note at an opportune time when I have time to respond. That's number one. Number two, I also can't play it when I'm around other people because I have no idea what my friends are going to say. They, they could go ham on these voice notes. I have no idea what inappropriate story they're calling, what monologue they've decided to send me in the middle of the day. I don't know. So please, let's just make it easy on each other. If you have something to text, text it. If you have something to speak about in in long detail, a soliloquy, if you will, then pick up the phone and say it. I know voice messages make it easier. You don't have to type. You could do it while you're driving. I get it. I'm just saying for me personally, don't hate me, but I don't want your audio message. Now, I know I'm going to be hearing from all of my friends who send me audio messages and just know... I don't hate you for sending me audio messages. I'm just saying it's impractical. Don't hate me. Basketball is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your awards. Bet online where the game starts. My Get Involved this week, again, Get Involved are never sponsored. They are not ads. These are things that I have bought with my actual money that I am just recommending if it's a product. So as we've covered on many episodes, I am a coffee drinker. I drink coffee every morning. I can't function without it. But I'm also a very lazy coffee uh, maker in the morning. I use a Keurig. I've tried in the past and I do enjoy a French press. I really do. But it's a lot of work. You have to boil the water, then you have to let it sit. It's a whole thing. The coffee is delicious. Anyway, I use Kerrig, which is disgusting. No offense to Kerrig. It's coffee flavored water. And Kerrig has served me well all of these years. So I shouldn't say it's disgusting. I'm just saying it's coffee flavored water. It doesn't give you the feeling of like a real fresh cup of coffee. Anyway, I have been to a lot of hotels, people's homes where they have these Nespresso coffee makers. I finally bit the bullet after all these years and I bought one on Black Friday and I have to tell you, I can't even believe I waited this long. Why would I wait this long? I rely on my coffee every single morning and the coffee from an espresso machine, you guys, tastes exactly like you made coffee in a pot in your kitchen or in a French press. So all I can say is get involved. If you're a coffee drinker and you use Keurig, you might want to jump ship to an espresso. That's all I'm saying. This is, again, no offense to Keurig. I love you, Keurig. You have served me well 
for many, many, many years, maybe 15 years. Is that possible? Anyway, it's time this girl has moved on. I'm going to Nespresso and I'm really happy about it. By the way, I used to have to drink like two cups of Keurig to feel like I had my morning coffee. And now I can only have one cup because I feel like the Nespresso is like legit coffee. Why is that? Is it the beans? Is it the machine? What is it? Anyway, get involved. I will post a link on my story. I'm really excited for today's episode. Dina is back. You know how much I love her, how much she cracks me up. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. So Dina and I were discussing things that make us nauseous, the ick, if you will, when it comes to men, the opposite sex. How would you describe it, Dina? For me, it's like now that I'm in the back nine of my my life and I'm just (laughs) very limited into the type of person I want to engage with or be with. So I have like a list, like a deal breaker list (laughs) of things. Um... In a person. And I know we're supposed to be like accepting and don't, you know, be so judgmental about things. But by the way, know the person. That's not what we're here for, everybody. That's not what we're here for. No one wants to hear that list. Yeah. And you know what? I did all those things. And like now I'm older and wiser and I have like, I have like some criteria that need to be, that needs to be met. Yeah. You know, Um, some that have been longstanding, like, um, having to do with outfits and stuff and others that have, you know, developed over time in terms of emotional stuff. But one thing that's always been steady for me in terms of the male that I'm attracted to. Okay. (laughs) Has to do with the way they present themselves. Okay. Okay. So Dina was telling me, we got in a conversation of things that are turnoffs. Some would call it the ick. Some would call it, like I'd call it things that make me nauseous. (laughs) Oh, is that? Okay. (laughs) It really depends on what your list means to you. Right. And I think we all sort of have them. Some don't because I've asked. I'm like, that wouldn't turn you off if like the guy showed up in like Crocs or something. Like, yeah. Like, no, it's it's fine. It's the personality that counts. You know what? No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. If the shoe is not right, there's a problem for me. Okay. Now let's start with shoes. Okay. I find this an interesting topic because a lot of people, you're not the only one. I'd say maybe if I had to guess. Yeah. of my listeners would agree that shoes are very important. Mm -hmm. The shoes people wear. Now, I, guess what? I don't think that. You don't? I could be, maybe I'm the only person. Maybe it's 99% first me. But for some reason, like I have no issue with, like if a guy showed up with Adidas slides, which I wear every day, I'd be fine. fine. Yeah. If the only time I, I don't want a shoe is if it's like a tied up pointy leather Shoe with a like a heel. <laughs> you what, know, guys wear those to the. There was a time guys. Would what wear about those like to, a feminine feminine loafer or like a driving a driving shoe. shoe? I don't want that. Right. So you do have a list. No, I don't want those kind of shoes. Okay. I call I call those other kind of shoes those lace up pointy shoes oh, yeah, that men wear. I call those tap shoes. Okay. Yeah, I won't even engage in a conversation if I see that coming my way. It's more for me like people say you could tell a lot about a person by their shoe. Everything. See, this is where maybe I just am uncomfortable because if you looked at my shoes. (laughs) You're just more accepted. I'm constantly in a sneaker or an Ugg. Okay. So maybe that's why. Are you okay with a man in a Birkenstock? 
Because I have a, I have a strong view on Birkenstocks that I'd like to talk about. Okay, that's a very good question. The answer is, would I mind if a man wore them? I think I wouldn't mind if a man wore them if he wore like kind of cool, worn in. Like a baggy cargo pant. Like with Levi it. or a ba- like a outdoorsy pant. Okay. And maybe like a Patagonia fleet, like okay. something. Or and it was like also a, like a male model. A plaid button down. Surfer. And he's like a professional surfer. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I that's, mean? I think that's the only time that it can be pulled off. He he was a professional surfer. That's when I'd be okay with it. Okay. I can't, I, I don't even think I could go there. Maybe that's the only scenario, but the, Bir- the Birkenstock's really hot. I know people that wear them. I think this is very polarizing because I get it. Like you want to be comfortable and like grounded to the earth and like have your thing. But my problem with the Birkenstock, and I was trying to think about why it turns me off so much, is that there's too much foot as foot displayed. Okay. So like (laughs) in a sandal or a flip-flop, like you can sort of like not see the foot as like a tool, Mm -hmm. but with the Birkenstock, I see it like we're connected to the apes. Like that is like a human foot that's like serves a purpose. Right. (laughs) Wait a second. Wait a second. So a flip-flop. Fine. What's the, why? What's the difference? The Birkenstock just shows too much foot in a flat position. It, you think it, more so than a flip-flop? Yeah, yeah. Because it just looks like a foot. <laughs> <laughs> and if the foot isn't right, <laughs> I don't know why. But I was just thinking of like X. Like if I just, if I want to get turned off by somebody, I just put them in a Birkenstock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm, or a I, driving shoe. My favorite part of this is that you feel that the Birkenstock displays the foot in a less attractive position than the flip-flop. It's sexy, animalistic display <laughs> of the foot. But even though a flip-flop is just a flat foot completely uncovered? Yeah, because it's like got a hipster vibe. There's something about it that's not that as- That is so interesting. Not as like- not as grounded yoga y. I don't know. Yeah. Do you see what I'm going with yeah, this? Yeah. It just looks I'm not too great. Footy. By the way, I'm gonna get canceled here on this podcast, but I'm not great with like a yoga e man. <laughs> Who is? I don't people. I mean some people are actually. I know one of my listeners is a yoga e man and I love you. And I love yoga. Yeah, and Dina loves yoga. You know what it is? It's very First of all, I picture them posting about it on Instagram and that's kind of really what makes me nauseous. I don't know why. It's kind of like the Birkenstock thing. It's like human man as 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 animal, <laughs> right? As more of like human being. I do like, not know what that means, like but it's made, cracking me up. Made of like muscle and bone and like sinew. Like it looks like <laughs> a person. Or like, I'm not describing this right. I'm dead. <laughs> Okay, so okay, so the shoes. I I feel that way about a man in a work shoe, like a dress shoe. I do not like it. Like throw on a sneaker, throw on like a oh, the one thing I would not be able to handle, okay. even though I love Yellowstone as a man in a cowboy boot of any kind. Oh, absolutely not. Men do not. <laughs> no. No. Do not. Or a shoe boot. Like a unless you are on the Yellowstone ranch. Yeah. I think anything that has like a heel, right? Yeah. Would yeah. You say? Bottom line, any elevation then. above one inch. <laughs> any elevation. <laughs> step away from the elevated show. Right. That's what we need. Um, okay. So although it would be good for us who like miniaturize everybody that we talk that we talk to. Okay. The so, other thing Dina and I do, and I've talked about it on this podcast, including with the little limbs. Yeah. Dina has the same disorder that I do. Yeah. 
she has little limophobia. Yeah. And she also shrinks everyone she dates. She shrinks them into someone with little limbs. Yeah. So that they're like, I'm a head taller than, than Even them. when you're not. Even when I'm not. It's just weird. It's a psychological thing. They become I have very that. small. But then sometimes they'll be very tall. Yeah. But then the next minute I'll turn around and be like, oh my God, you're back to being like. Um, that We do that. And we were the reason we were talking about this is we both have a thing with posture. Yes. Okay. Posture. Not that mine's the best. Not that mine's not, the best. Yeah. Although SLT has made it much better. Yeah. When I was growing up, my father would ride me about my posture and I would get nuts about it. And he was like, shoulders back, you're hunched over, you're hunched over. I think my grandparents did it to me too. And I was like, leave me alone. I found it to be the worst crime when they would correct my posture. Let me hunch in peace. Let me hunch in peace. I'm not even hunching. This is just a comfortable way to walk. Now, first of all, I make my son crazy about the posture. I, I, it's passed on yep. genetically. I've, I'm, I'm now me. But I see when you have your shoulders back, everyone, and you have better posture, you look confident, you look strong, mm-hmm. you look tall, yep. you look like you can conquer the world. When you're hunched over, you look... Like you're wearing Birkenstocks. <laughs> you look like a foot in a Birkenstock. You, Tina's, it's just an ick. I'm going to keep with this Birkenstock thing so that okay. everybody like gets on it, but yeah. Okay. If I see someone that has bad posture, I start to only see them as the hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. I see a hunchback growing out of their back. <laughs> totally. I think I just, I just don't feel safe with that person. You don't? I feel like they can't defend me. Right. Like, because they can't even. Then they definitely get small, way smaller than me, and they become almost. The second you're hunched, the The second second you're you're hunched, and you're slouchy. And like, we all do it, like, and it happens sometimes. But like, if I'm sitting across from somebody and they're like in a U shape, (laughs) which (laughs) happens a lot, or like, in a U shape. I can't. I don't know. To me, it's just a turn. It's like one of those things like, have the teeth right, have your posture up. Okay, now teeth are an interesting, interesting yeah. one. You guys, teeth. You also don't care. I don't care. Let me tell you something. People have a massive issue with teeth. One of my closest friends, whenever I was going on a date with someone, she'd zoom, and I'd show her a picture, zoom right to the teeth. Okay, yeah. I have to tell you something. I I really used to like a lot of hockey players who didn't even have teeth. Oh, yeah, they most of them. Care. I don't mind a chipped tooth. Okay. I don't mind an overlap tooth. You don't mind a jumble. I don't mind a jumble. Okay. In fact, I find like some interesting, a fang or something kind of cute. As long as they have a nice smile. A nice smile. Or right. even if they don't, I don't, there's something I find actually attractive. Okay. The only thing I don't, I'm not into is a very gummy smile. Oh, no. I don't. If you could see the gum, like. Yeah. That's I'm not weird. into that. No. But what I do like, I don't mind a messed up tooth. I don't want a yellow tooth. Yeah. Yeah, the color, the color way. But sometimes the teeth can be really nice and the color could just be like a little off. Yeah, I'd rather have a jumble. You'd rather have a jumble that's white versus I'd rather have a jumble that's white or even gray from a dead tooth. (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah. I think it's very telling the mouth again, (laughs) like the foot. Um, just in terms of like somebody's like confidence. So if they can pull it off with a jumble, then that's, <laughs> that, that's great. But I'm not initially 
drawn to that because I'm like, why, why didn't you take care of the jumble? I think there's something like, like when I see a guy with like a, or maybe they're so confident an overlap, like a weird tooth situation. Yeah. Maybe it was like a chip from their days in hockey. It could be hot. I find it attractive. Yeah, it could be hot. I think I find it to be a little bit of like, yeah, very masculine. But like, if there's like plaque buildup and no, 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 no. Okay, that happens in a jumble. I don't like a plaque (laughs) buildup. Okay, like I'm not looking for (laughs) an unkempt mouth. Okay, okay. So maybe that's what. No, no, I don't want an unkempt mouth. Okay. I'd like you to regularly go to the dentist because if I have to sit through the torture, so do you. Okay. Okay. I prefer like just a mouth of mostly straight teeth. I'm just saying. Most people most, do. Yeah. Mo- okay. I think most people would okay. prefer a nice I would set like of most, teeth. Yeah. I would like, and I got braces again for the second time when I was like. Four. I got braces for the second time. I got braces for the second time when I was married because okay. the first time I had braces, like I sucked my thumb till I was like 23. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. And then I got married and my husband was like, can you stop sucking your thumb at least? And then I got braces. And then you got braces. Again. Okay, I can. But it's about um, trying to make yourself as attractive as you possibly can. You know, I think that's what we're looking for to avoid icks. Is like, just try to make yourself as appealing as possible. Because it's hard enough to be in a relationship. Right. When, when things are, you know. Right. You got you to gotta hold up your end of the bargain. So I got, you know, I keep, I take care of my teeth. I take care of my toes. To, you know, I make sure my hair is okay. I try to do the things. Yeah. And I and I ask the same of others, actually. I think that's fair. <laughs> okay, one of our other icks we were talking about is when you are first dating someone or dating them and you see them wait on a line. Oh, that that I've seen like people mention. Really? For sure. Yeah. Like Like somebody was like, if you ever just want to like get over somebody like really quickly, just picture Picture them them waiting in line, waiting in a line. Well, my boyfriend has what I call posture is probably bad there too. Well, my boyfriend has line attacks. Oh, and I told him like, it's literally the worst case scenario because we'll be in line and I'll just make the best of it. I'll talk. I'll just be like, kind of go to a, like a kind of Zen Place. I don't get frustrated. I mean, obviously, if it's like a DMV situation. Right. But like when you're waiting online to get into like MSG, there's nothing you can do. You just have to wait on the line. Yep. But he will have attacks. He will start playing Frogger line to line, leave me in one line, go to another line. Yeah. Okay. And I call them line attacks. <laughs> like it's like he suddenly turns into like. Woody Allen. But that probably keeps him, keeps him like away from being an ick actually. Cause he's like in motion and doing that versus standing there. But then what he's doing by doing that is calling too much attention to the fact that he's even on the line. Okay. Like does he he try to like beat the system on a line? (laughs) He does try to beat the system. (laughs) Not by cutting. Yeah. But he tries to figure out the shortest possible. Okay. Whereas if we were just standing and talking, sometimes I have to like talk to him like, Someone who's having a panic attack, I'm like, look me in the eye. Like, we're on the line. It's going to be fine. Yep. Let's just talk and forget we're on the line. Right. And let's just wait it out. And let's just wait it out. The second he turns into the Woody Allen of lines. <laughs> Moving around. I I freak out. But let me ask you, is not is there no better feeling than when you see somebody like that? 
move lines and then it takes longer in their new line <laughs> and you whiz back whiz by well he will never go to a new line without leaving me as a placeholder on the other uh, line. okay so he has a full strategy he, he will hedge himself okay okay i see that no i love when that happens i love when people try to beat the system oh oh i love that and it's like then it doesn't work out like justice okay and the last one we talked about are men holding tiny bags okay you have a thing with i this. have a thing what kind of tiny bags? Not tiny bags, but like, you know, like, like when you go, bag? when a man goes shopping like a and t- he buys something and the store puts it in like a little shopping bag. Like what is he buying? Not like groceries. No, no. Like maybe he bought himself a shirt. Okay. And it's in a tiny shopping bag. Okay. I. Yeah. That, that, that. I just think it's, I've always, by the way, this is weird. My whole life. I've had a cringe about. <laughs> Even myself holding a shopping bag, like I feel if I went to a store, like as a teenager, now I don't care about a shopping bag. Okay. But when I see a man with a shopping but bag. But let's unpack this because what is what is it about the bag that, is it not sexy? Like, is it, <sighs> is it a sign that they're like a human in the world? Like you guys, doing, I, my doing listeners things. are going to hate me after this episode because the I think we all we probably all share these things. But I don't know. There's something about a man holding a tiny shopping bag. <laughs> I can't put my finger on it. Like. Because it's too close to a purse. I, maybe curious. it's like close to a purse. Maybe it's just like exposing themselves to the world that they just bought like an outfit. Oh, yeah. That, that I can see, right? And they have like a shirt. And that's kind of weird. Yeah, they have like, a, like they creepy. went shopping for an outfit. Right? We don't want to think that they're, they're out there doing And they're carrying it around. Stuff. Oh, okay, that's what I'm I see, saying. Now I see what you mean, right? It's not so okay. much the shopping bag. Okay. Because groceries like that. It's, yeah. I it's picture a, them picking out an outfit in a store. <laughs> and purchasing it and then leaving and then going home. Or is it like that they went in and they were like, I like this on me. I, I don't know. I really need to really spend more <laughs> time to, like, on it and flush it out. I see what you mean, though, because now I'm picturing all these people walking around with like a shopping bag. Um, but, and God forbid they lose their wallet. Yeah. No, does that, I mean, losing anything also, and then panicking about it. Yeah. I just leave. <laughs> I, I actually don't think that's happened to me because I ha- the opportunity hasn't come up because if it did, I would just, I would just disappear. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Social Studies. Thank you, Dina. I always love when you're on. I will see you guys next week at this exact time every Tuesday until we go on break. Uh, But I will be back next week. In the meantime, this will be a great time for you to catch up on any episodes you missed. Um, And I will see you guys next week. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.